0: The origins of this podcast yeah. is bullshit okay. and bad breath.
1: This is Talk and Audio. It is opening week in the National Hockey League. We got takes, so there's there's takes. <laughs> it's Matt Robinson, Rob Christie. Welcome inside our studio in beautiful Bytown, Canada. Make sure you're following along on social media at Tall Can Audio. And God, if you haven't done so by now, I don't know what you're waiting for, but make sure you're subscribed to the pod wherever you're hearing us right now. What's happening, man? It's fall. Mm -hmm. It's hockey season. Mm
0: -hmm. Feeling, I'm here midweek looking at your glorious face. It is glorious. Man, I don't know how much soap there has to be to wash it. Yeah. But it's fantastic, man.
1: Took a little drive-by there. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. It's not a show if it's not, right? There's going to be some sends and Leafs elbows traded here very early on in this uh, NHL season, as there almost always is. For sure. And uh, so we'll just say right off the hop here, I don't know how much research you've done for me. Pretty limited. This whole show was just, <laughs> ah, here's some takes. Here's some thoughts. Here's some things that might happen that are entirely possibly on the table. Well, well, before we do that, no, I'm interrupting you. You don't get to jump in yet. You got a beer? Of course I got a beer, man. What is what the beer? Is, what is happening today? today? Yeah, exactly. Have I ever not
0: had a beer? Uh, this, I was actually, this is a beer I was wandering around work with the oh, other day. Boy. Oh boy. Telling people. Rob
1: recently dismissed. <laughs> Free agent.
0: Telling Robert people Steve. thing and they're like, yeah, you, you're really telling me that while you're waving that beer around in your <laughs> hand? Okay. I'm like, all right. And it's 7.30 in the morning. Yeah. Uh, this is another uh, gift beer Ooh. by a good friend of the show, LSG. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, Dublin back to our good friends, well, makers of fine beer, in my opinion. Okay. Dominion City. Yep. This is a... Is it a
1: small can? Of course it They're, is. They do too much of to the small can. I man. told you a couple weeks ago, yeah, man. I, I am my own right. liquor control board. That's I don't right. need you to tell That's me sorry, what to ran, do. We ran that clip out there. People are loving it. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, But in this case, this is the Monster Mash double IPA. It is that time of year. Yes.
1: They did the mash. So this is a creamy. It was a podcast smash. Double IPA. Creamy. Okay. Hazy. Hazy. Creamy.
0: Mm -hmm. It's the creamy part that I'm most interested in. Yeah. Not traditionally a huge double IPA fan.
1: What's the percentage on this one? Eight. Eight. Okay. So
0: my boy Stevie is. He loves to hire alcohol, yeah, and he's got young children.
1: Got to come to work with you every day, uh, Stevie's a
0: he's a once a week guy. He's oh, one of those hybrid look guys, at this right? Guy. Yeah, I'm working from home, doing look his at thing. This
1: morose motherfucker
0: right here. Yep, That's,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stevie. It's a little and silent. Yeah, I know. For, uh...
0: Anyways, I'm interested in in the flavors in this because because sometimes the double IPAs get a little boozy, a little boozy in flavor. So Stevie kept telling me it's juicy. And it's creamy. What do you have?
1: I have circled back, uh, as you know, right after Labor Day. Went over to Vimy, grabbed up some things. So this is one I've had multiple times before. This is the red. Fantastic beer. Little little caramel to it or something, right? A little maltiness right up Caramelized front. Caramelized onion? No, not a lot of onion flavor <laughs> in this particular beer. Uh, so I appreciate that from Vimy. <laughs> Uh, love a good red, as you know, man, especially a well-crafted one, which, uh, which Vimy does quite well. How's the first poll there? Um, I am, if I can put creamy, I'm, I'm not sure because
0: I think of an orange creamsicle. Yeah. But it does have a, it's, it's smooth. Yeah. How about that? Okay. I wouldn't necessarily go as far as to say creamy, but it's right out of the fridge. We'll wait and we'll see, but I'm also not getting a pile of booziness from it.
1: Well, that's a nice change.
0: Which is, which is a feather in a double IPA cap. Yep hundred percent. And what do you have over there?
1: This is the Fimi <laughs> Yes,
0: yeah, Remember? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, I do remember. I do
1: remember. Uh, pretty nice, but I already knew that, right? I've had this one a bunch. Of, there was a reason I grabbed a bunch of these when we were in there after, uh, after Labor Day, because I think this is a very fine beer. One of my favorites in town. So uh, that's what we're rolling with here. Look, uh, I want to let the good listener know in case they've missed it. This week, Graham Nichols, our annual Ottawa Senators preview show on the podcast, uh, you can find his work at the Roman a day blog, formerly known as, uh, the sixth sense. Uh, I, I do like the kind of reactions we get on Twitter every now and then when I link to his work at Roman a day, I'm like, ah, I I get that right. It's an old, uh, you gotta be an OG sense fan, right. To get that. Yeah. And he is, he's articulate, well thought out. Yep. Good guy. 100%. 100%. And uh, Jeff Viet will be here to do the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs preview again. And uh, he's done that, I think, same amount of time. Graham's been doing the Sens version. We uh, we trade them off opening night for each team. And uh, and so Jeff's going to be taking care of that. Lots of... When are you getting the Habs guys in here? Eh.
0: um, Wait, let me see. Um,
1: Never! Yeah, that's it, man. We've had Eric Ingalls on. We've had Andrew Berkshire on. Uh, both were great to the show, but... Also had uh, opening week is is tough man. What's his name? Basu, Arpan Basu. Arpan Basu. You've had he's been on the show? No, nope. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> Maybe next year. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll find some time for right. Arpan Basu. Great writer. Yeah, no, for Thoughts sure. It, does I, I, does I would, nice work, but never I been was on the podcast.
0: Sure, he had been on the podcast.
1: Nope. Unless you're doing what, stuff. Uh,
0: what you doing, buddy? You, Where are home. you at? Where you at? Come on.
1: <laughs> so we thought here essentially today we just kick around. Three takes each.
0: Well, and, and, and one- the origins of this podcast
1: yeah. is bullshit okay. and bad breath. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and so I don't know which one I want to take credit for. Of- <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm the bullshit guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, well, you know. What. Anyways,
0: that is the backbone of this show. So why yeah. would we stop now?
1: Right. And so the idea was let's each bring three takes. On this year's NHL season, to you the said table. hot takes. And I, I did. thought
0: I don't. I don't know if I have any hot takes.
1: Yeah. Well, they cool over the weekend, right? <laughs> <What> <laughs> like, <not? let's laughs> yep. Um, and the idea was also that, uh, that we'd each bring one directed at uh, at the other guy's team. So I have a, a hot send take. Oh, and I got a hot leaf take. Okay. Uh, do you want to start? Or do you want me to start? Uh, what, do you, what are you going to go with here? League-wide or... Yeah, no, we'll save our Leafs and Sens takes to the last one each. You start off. I'm thinking, man. I'm doing some thinking. I'm kicking things around. I'm looking at some rosters. I'm not as sold on Carolina as I have often been. And maybe I'm still just a bit of a sucker for Kyle Dubas University. (laughs) The Pittsburgh Penguins (laughs) win the Metropolitan (laughs) Division. I like what they've done in a regular season sense here. I think Crosby's still got another probably 90-point season in him. We'll see if Malkin can stay healthy. Uh, I know in the power play that looks like they're going to run Latang and Carlson at the same time. I don't know how long that lasts, but certainly having one of those guys at 5-on-5 five five on the ice basically at all times I think is going to allow them to to score more than they have in the future. I am, like most people, fairly terrified at their, their goals ending. Not sure it's going to hold up, but, uh, I, I think Carolina is still solidly a playoff team. And I like, they brought in bunting, um, Give them a little boost, right? That's 23 goals each of the last two seasons. He'll probably get a chance in their top six here. Is so he going to skate the season. with
0: Mast, uh, Matthews and Marner? When, probably not.
1: When, no. Not likely, but Ajo, no, no slouch. No slouch. Yeah. Nope, it's true. It, it, early on in camp, I know he was skating with uh, with Ajo and uh, the other kid that they took from us there with our first round pick for Marlowe, and his name escaped. Caught Yemi No, not that no, guy. Not no, not that guy. Anyway, I think Carolina is still solidly a playoff team, but every now and then... Those teams take a bit of a step back, still make it in, right? still comfortably a playoff team, but... Uh, See, to me... I think the Penguins win this division.
0: Yeah, well, then we're going to... I think the Penguins could win this division. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to combine your hot take with my first hot take,
1: which is Pittsburgh won't make the playoffs. Okay. See, I like that. I like that right off the hop, we have locked horns here, and I'm slightly more comfortable now at why you were laughing so hard at my day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was casting through...
0: And we sort of last week, we took a shot at Pittsburgh going, yeah, you're going to run all those guys. Like Gensel, you're going to put him in on your first power play and he's injured. Like he's going to start with a
1: amputated the, foot. An ankle or something. Yeah.
0: Whatever's happening there. And so you, you sort of cast in. They still have Ricard Raquel there. Jeff Carter. They still have Carter. They still have Brian Russ. They still, there's still some players there, right? Riley Smith.
1: Mm-hmm champion.
0: However, when you cast through their lineup, if I was to give you their off of cap friendly this morning, Mm -hmm. their projected depth chart and they're starting 20. Okay. Or 18, starting 18 skaters. Yeah. If I was to ask Matt Robinson, how many of those guys are under 30 years of age? Oh
1: no, it's old. It's old. Uh, so out of 20, how many of them are. Out of of 18 skaters. Out of 18, how many are under 30? Yep, seven, six. Okay,
0: yeah, it's s- an old,
1: it's an old group,
0: and and a lot of that trends toward
1: mid, mid thirties yep. and later. Like this is a team. Well, Jeff Carter and Sidney Crosby were both on that Grand Forks five dom- World Junior team. team, yeah.
0: And so, to me, I you look at this and go, this could win the Metro.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or man, with the goaltending. And any potential chemistry issues, injuries like this could go poorly.
1: No, oh, it could for sure. And this is why both these takes, I guess, have <laughs> the luxury of being considered hot. Right? It is hot. 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 I, 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 got Washington falling out. I don't trust the Islanders. The Rangers last year sort of underwhelmed uh, compared to what they had done the year before. That's just Jersey those guys, pretty good. Yeah, uh, Jersey is right there in that mix with Pittsburgh, with uh, with Carolina.
0: Everything went right for Jersey last year. With younger but players. they're on the
1: come. Like, they of are. Of course they are. Yeah.
0: Of course they are. But I'm looking at worst-case scenario. Yeah. I mean, what could happen here? I think the introduction of Carlson, I think it has been somewhat, not as smooth as it could be. I, I think there's people saying a lot of things –
1: when, when it's you, a big personality and a big slot to insert into 100%, this group. Hundred yep. percent, man.
0: A two-time nor a three-time Norris winner, right? Who comes in and is saying, "Yeah, guess what? Whatever you have here, I don't care. Whatever you had here before, I'm the man." That's a hard personality. So will get
1: that under control. To bring Sid in. is the man. He's, until he doesn't want. to Sid's be. the kid.
0: <laughs> and so Word I, play. Awesome. I I look at this and go. <laughs> This could go This could go south. It has the potential, and not even a stretch, for this to be not great. Uh, between Sid and, and Evgeny Malkin, have, when's the last time those two guys played a full, let's say, 75-plus in the same season?
1: Yeah, no, Malkin especially has been, like, Sid had his huge chunk of missed games, kind of Mid-former, eleven, twelve, yeah. 12, whatever it was. Uh, and Malkin's had a bunch of injuries since then. And they're both aging out. There's no doubt about that. But I, I think Sid could easily, Sid, I think, I think crossed 90 points he again did, last yeah, year. If yeah. it wasn't, it was 88 points. Yeah. It was. Right in that neighborhood. And enough so, that if he was to duplicate that this year.
0: Yeah. He would be in the top 10 of all time NHL scoring.
1: So I, I just think, man, there's a chance if they get any kind of goaltending, I think it's Jari and Nadel, uh, Nadelkovic, Nadelkovic, I believe has been brought in there as the backup. That's who was the steel that <sighs> Detroit plucked out of. Yeah. And then moved on. And then
0: <laughs> su- suddenly it's no longer You're like, oh, it was a steel. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think I, I think I might just, I might just trust Dubas a little too much, man.
0: Yeah. Well, it's the love. Yep. It's the love of uh, your boy there. Yep. Musley Millhouse. All <laughs> right. It's, it is a little bit of faith in that. And, I have another and I, friend
1: who calls him sexy Millhouse.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's another friend. That's <laughs> That's not it's this not guy. That's not his friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it is, to me, they could, but they are counting on everything banging right here
1: this year. Yeah, I don't have them winning the Cup. I don't have them going deep in the playoffs, but I think through a regular season, if you get that power play running hot, sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah,
0: and, and there is going to be, and I am, I'm a huge Sidney Crosby guy. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, he's one of the few sort of... Um, superstar players that if he's not on your team, you know how you have that sort of built in resentment towards other, other great players who don't play on the team that you cheer for.
1: Yes. Yes, I'm familiar with that,
0: but I've always been, yeah, on the Sid bandwagon, right? Like to me, he's a guy that I always cheer for, right? There's no
1: middle ground there either, right? Like there's a lot of people who have always. In this market who hate him. Yeah. And for me, I'm sort of with you. Like if my team's not in it and normally by the third week of April they're not, I've. Like Pittsburgh sort of becomes that default team. I'll see what Crosby and those guys are up yeah, to. Yeah,
0: I don't get it. I don't get the hate. Yeah, um, but I never have. Yeah, I never have. Right, and if you want to pin the early whining on him, yep. man, show me a show me a superstar who didn't come into the league and and complain,
1: right? So my first take was that they're going to win the division. Yours was that they're going to miss the playoffs. So that's going to be interesting to follow. Round two here. Why don't you go? Uh, why don't you lead off?
0: I'll go off with uh, Edmonton Oilers. Going to win the president's trophy Okay, this year. I think they will be the- That's N- not that hot of a take. NHL's- re- Really?
1: That power play has carried them a long way last year. I They could- This is- Well, this is Rob's then- Media Meteor- uh, warm take. Yeah, lukewarm take. Yeah.
0: Uh, I like, to me, in terms of I am super bullish- on the acquisition of, of Connor Brown and just what in, yeah. inserting that kind of guy in there with.
1: Well, and even last year at the deadline, we both loved the Ekholm edition. Well, like that just fit perfectly what I haven't what even got into that, right? Yeah, yeah. Which
0: which is the, if you can go out with Bouchard, Ekholm, double back into a nurse, CC. Right, yep. And then anybody you put with Kulak in the... <laughs> In that in that bottom pairing is going to be dynamite.
1: Oh sure, Brett Kulak carries everybody to. uh...
0: I think they're talking about Vincent DeHarnay.
1: Nice. Okay.
0: Um, But if you look at up front, not just that power play, but you're going to expect to see Nugent Hopkins take a step back. But the addition of of Brown, what you have up front with Drysaddle, McDavid, Mm -hmm. Kane, Nugent Hopkins, Hyman, you know, it's to me there's just so much happening there. I, I, due to the fact that the West is so.
1: Well, the Pacific specifically, right? I think Calgary is going to be better. I think LA is going to be good. Vancouver thinks they're going to be better. Anaheim And San Jose are still going to stink. I think everybody else has got a chance to maybe not go deep, maybe not be elite, but I think that division is going to be tough. But we have both over the
0: years slagged the Oilers. Yep. Routinely for their their deficiencies,
1: yeah, it just it wasn't built properly around the pieces they had.
0: and I look at now up front mm-hmm. the bonafide, fide, not just I hope Yamamoto turns into something I'm sorry who Yamamoto <laughs> Yamamoto <laughs> Thank you um you hope that the, the the hope is gone, I think when you the look it gone <laughs> yeah when you look at the at, at the removal of of the sort of of ifs and buts. Yep. And you've now, like you have Connor Brown in there on a 800 grand, whatever the contract is.
1: Yeah, entirely bonus laden.
0: Yeah, bonus laden, Put putting that money forward. Yep. And Hyman, I just, I'm
1: looking at now. You're about to go Erie Otters on your ass. There,
0: this is it. Well, and top scorer for the Erie Otters, Connor Brown. Um, I just. Where's Dabrinkit at?
1: Any chance of getting him back out
0: there? Yep, probably not. No. Um. No. But if you look at just the addition of a of a training camp with Ekholm
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Connor Brown coming in, I think they're 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 goaltending of Skinner and Campbell.
1: I was just gonna ask you, any chance Campbell's getting that job back or is that no, Skinner's zero. now? Zero. I I believe it's uh it's another a 50- four years at five million bucks to go. Yep.
0: Well, and maybe he's in uh maybe he's in Tampa Bay.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. But I just think that those kinds of pieces that you've put in there really sort of move this team from that sort of 8-9 spot in the NHL standings yeah. to bang, number one with the bullet.
1: Yeah, I don't have a huge argument against that, man. I, I think with what they've brought in, if Connor Brown bounces back, having home for the whole year and, and Stuart Skinner, you know, you're not going to sort that goaltending shit out through the season where you have that big contract and you keep trying to pigeonhole Jack Campbell back in there. I think if you can just come to terms with the fact that, that Stuart Skinner's going to be the guy and you're going to be unhappy with your backups contract well, for a while. And if then, you can
0: come to grips with the fact that you're going to have 890 save percentages. And everybody is,
1: eh? Like, save percentages were down, scoring's been up. Yeah, I, that, that your your goals against is going to be inflated. We'll do what the Oilers always did. We'll and win the 6-4. We're
0: channeling the early 80s <laughs> yeah. kind of yeah. glory days. So, to me, uh, I, I've never been really high on them, but... Yeah. Uh, to me, they've made the changes that that show me that they could win the President's Trophy this year.
1: I think I've already sort of tipped my hand a little bit a couple of weeks ago on the podcast at this one. You weren't particularly receptive at the time, <laughs> which is not uncommon. I think Connor Bedard is cracking 90 points this year. And I've been back and forth on this one because when I said it, I sort of had to look at it afterwards and go, What's, what else is on this roster to help him get that done? Taylor Hall. There's not a lot on the roster to help him get this done. Corey Perry. It is Taylor Hall for sure. And uh, then Nick Foligno to a huge contract. I, there's not a lot left going on in Chicago. Nicholas Yarmelson. Perhaps slightly past <laughs> his prime. <laughs> but I, I look at them and I look at him specifically. And we look at right now what he's doing in the preseason, what he did in that rookie tournament. He's already putting up numbers, some of them at highlight reel caliber. And we have seen, over the last two years, scoring rates creeping back up, right? And and it just sort of feels to me like this kid, I don't know what he's going to land on goals. Is it 25? Is it closer to 40? Like, like, Matthews put up 40, and this kid has every chance of being better than Austin Matthews, right? Oh, when you look Ken at, had 50. In that rookie year, yeah. So Crosby had a hundred points. So it is on the and Crosby did it in that first year after things had opened up. Out Do of not the disrespect
0: out. Pascal Dupuis.
1: I'm doing it. I'm disrespecting him right now. If he didn't come in until a little bit later, if you remember, man, I I've been playing. I think we talked about this before. I don't know if you ended up getting in on it. The uh, the puck doku.
0: No, you we, you keep talking about yeah. it.
1: but I it's still. Uh... So people are looking for like. uh Someone who once scored 100 points Or someone who once scored 50 goals And who played for the Penguins You're like, well, I don't want to pick Yager I don't want to pick Lemieux John LeClaire, one time Pittsburgh Penguin. Remember, coming out of the lockout They surrounded What about Mark Reckey. Ziggy palfy was a Penguin coming out of the lockout As they tried to surround Crosby With these Miro Chetan, uh, John LeClaire, they brought in all these guys Bill Guerin was a little bit later uh, Anyway, Chicago has sort of done that Have you, have you totally disregarded my Mark Reckey? Yeah, Totally He's a hundred. He was you a, know how I feel about him. He that was a hundred point guy with the Penguins. Yeah, but I, I think people would have guessed that. I, I, I'm throwing down a John LeClaire as a one time 50 goal scorer and a Pittsburgh Penguin. And a and Stanley I, Cup winner with the Montreal Canadiens. 0.8%, man, on the, uh, on the puck dooku. So, anyway. Well, you're a fucking genius. I know. Anybody who listens to the show knows that. Right. So, <laughs> I think as you look at Connor Bedard and what he has shown at the world juniors, what he's shown in training camp, preseason. I sort of thought maybe I need to pump the brakes when I put that out there a couple weeks ago. I think I said high nineties at the time I'm setting this at Hill will cross 90 points. And that's going to have to depend on him scoring a lot for himself. Taylor yeah. hall will be the guy that he plays with. Again, Taylor hall got some familiarity with playing with number one overall picks. Uh, with his now time.
0: Yakubov,
1: Sure, some guys in Edmonton, some guys in New Jersey. Uh I think I think Bedard can can get there. I think he's that good, even with a fairly mediocre roster it's around so a, Scoring me- on mediocre? The, yeah.
0: Oh, Perhaps man. worse. Very generous, Matt. Yeah. Very generous. But scoring
1: again on the rise, save percentages on the I look at on the I, downswing. There
0: was uh one of his first two, maybe the first exhibition game against St. Louis. They they won two one and he was the two primary assists. Yeah, man, and that's fine, but that's how that ninety points is going to have to come, right? Like he's going to score it, or he's got to put
1: somebody in such. Yeah, a... Yeah, there's going fi- to be a lot of five three losses while he's getting such
0: those a them. fine fine position. I think
1: he can do it, man. I think and 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 uh, I think this kid's special.
0: I have struggled
1: with struggling
0: elite guys coming out of junior hockey. Right,
1: it's hard to make the the read on which guys are going to do Are it, you going
0: to be a Crosby? Are you going to be a Lafreniere, right? Like what is.
1: <laughs> what yeah, is, those are the tail ends of it. Right? Like well, are,
0: and what is, what are those things, yeah, right? In yeah. terms of the hype. Now, clearly Lafreniere is a step back. Yeah. From that hype, but he was a slam dunk.
1: hundred percent, man. Number Remember one. Remember they bit. were the talk of freezing the, the ball for. Yeah, the Rangers were the Patrick Ewing. Crowd. Yeah, but just in, yeah, in terms them.
0: of what is going to happen, and and ninety points is so lofty and so elite. Like fifty goals as a as a rookie, mm-hmm. be it Ovechkin or hundred mm-hmm. points as a Crosby, you are like, yep, that is so elite, so all. I got him on that level. Yeah, and 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 I think I have clearly cautiously approached junior phenoms. As they, as they approach your Alex Deggs, I put Alex Degg. Uh,
1: I can see why you're <laughs> tentative yeah. on the superstar with it, Alex Degg in Ottawa's back pocket.
0: Yeah. And you just sort of go, I just think it'll be so hard for him.
1: I think with scoring being I, up, I, think, I think if the you were to say 80
0: points, up. I I would say to you that that is 80 points is, is a saucy kind of a, a prediction. Mm-hmm. Right. If you look at, we talked about 33 and a half goals over, under. Yeah. Right. Is that, and and if you say, yeah, that number's right. 35. Yeah. Man, you are asking that guy for 55 assists. Mm Mm-hmm. And That's wh- what I'm asking. About and for. where is that going to be generated? I'm from? I'm
1: looking for Taylor Hall to have a big year.
0: <laughs> Buffalo, fourth like,
1: line he's, he's doing, doing it. He's doing
0: it. And and I am a I am a Bedard believer. I I am. But I think that team is so shite.
1: Ninety points. Write it down.
0: That I am looking at Connor Bedard getting seventy odd points.
1: I Moving think, on. I think oh, I think right.
0: Matt, as per usual, is far too optimistic.
1: That is what I'm known for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Always look on the bright side of life, man. Done it. Done it. So now we are. We got a Leafs take and we got a Sens take.
0: Yeah. So I went first. So now we're going to lop it over to you, to your, uh. Okay. Your
1: hot Sens take. And I have had to work hard on the language for this. Yeah. And, and, and for the record, mm-hmm. you are very bullish on
0: whatever you're going <laughs> to, whatever you're going to throw down here.
1: I just, I think it's, I think it's an interesting debate what I have here. And so when we've, when I first, you sent out a, an email to me saying, Hey, you know, what kind of preview stuff do you want to do? What do you want to talk about? And I sort of came back with, what if I had three sense takes, you had three Leafs takes that ended up being a little too lofty. Like what's there really to say about some of this stuff? So we settled on one Leafs and sense take each. I'm like, man, uh, three, I don't know if I could come up with three. Unless they were too- John Klingberg, Carlson, Hunter hundred points.
0: Worst case scenario, right? (laughs) Like I'm just like the, the, you know-
1: Martin Jones, number one guy.
0: The whole place burns down and everyone dies and it's
1: horrific. Okay. Yeah. Hot. That is a hot take. (laughs) Let's look for something other than that. Okay. I've had to work on the language for this prediction.
0: You've had to work on the language because you've had to couch it?
1: Nope. Because there are injury concerns that I'm carrying into this prediction. Okay. Josh Norris finishes with a higher points per game than Tim Stutzla. And as you can see, I can't just say more points because Josh Norris has a rough injury history already that makes me a little yeah. nervous about this. Tim Stutzla came out last year, great breakout season, 90 points showed that he has arrived. He looks like he is going to be a legit number one center in the NHL. But it is only one year. And we have seen before, and this wouldn't technically be the same, but a sophomore slump, right? Where you sometimes take a bit of a step back, teams figure you out a little bit, maybe your power play gets figured out a little bit. This would be the quadrennial year slump.
0: Quadrennial year. Quadrennial yeah. year slump. Okay. Fourth year.
1: I'm not sold that Stutzla is 90-point guy yet. And as you also know, I took a beating from Habs Twitter when I said that Josh Norris would turn out to be better than Nick Suzuki. And And where did I stand on that? I don't remember, but I'm not... I I stood on the Suzuki side. And I'm not sure Josh Norris has played a goddamn game since I said that. Right. (laughs) Some shoulder hit. I think with the way this power play may shake loose, with the number of pieces right now in Ottawa's top six... Like, I don't know who's going to play with who yet. I assume we end up back at Stutzla with with Kachuk and, and Giroux. I think that's what's going to happen. But both Giroux and Batherson have suggested they're prepared to play the offside to make Tarasenko more comfortable. Uh, what that means in terms of who, you know, do, we've seen through training camp, they're, they're, they called it a tweak, not an injury, a tweak on the yeah. Norris shoulder. So how much do they want him taking faceoffs early on, does that put Giroux back on his line early in the season? We'll see. Well, but I think there's a chance, just before I let you in here, that both of those guys end up kind of 77 through 83 points, and maybe Josh Norris ends up through some power play work, through the way that his line mates line up. and Maybe he's the guy who finishes with more points. And I would love to just leave it at more points, than Stutzla. I've had to set it at points per game because yeah. in case there's injuries. And
0: in this out. market it's understood what you're what you're what you're working towards. Yeah. There. Um I you're
1: don't We're not th- buying it.
0: I don't think there's any world in which short of three games into the season there's an injury and Norris has six points that Norris exceeds <laughs> Stutzla in points per not game a single
1: scenario. No way it happens.
0: Uh, it's short of a catastrophic injury
1: But if they both play 82 games You see no chance Norris gets Zero
0: Zero Let's look at his his elevated scoring season
1: That 0% is a lofty take in and yep. of itself Yep That's, Well, uh, well this, is, this is hot takery <laughs> here This is what we're
0: talking about here right yeah. gonna, This is not a show built on, on 100% fact But I am going to bring some cold hard facts for you Okay Right. If you look at Norris's 35 goal season that he signed his contract out Mm -hmm. of, I think he ended up with 68 points. That is a. One away
1: from a real nice season.
0: That is a season in which his, his, his shooting percentage was above 20. Yep. Right. That this is, you're now asking him to
1: not only replicate. I think he's going to get way more assists than he's had. Before he's he, gonna have some more support he, around him, but all I'm saying is he is. That power plays is looking really solid.
0: Yeah, hey man, you're speaking. I know, I know. You're speaking directly to me. Yep. But all I'm saying is you're talking about a guy who, at this point in his career, has been a shoot first guy, mm-hmm. not an assist guy, and unless he's getting fat off of Brady Kachuk rebound goals on power plays.
1: I think Batherson has a chance to bounce back here, score some more goals that might help him out yep, here. Yep. Yep.
0: And I'm wondering if if uh, and, and friend of the show Lloydy, yep. likes to talk about the idea of flipping Norris with a potential shoulder. Yep. That maybe you don't put tweak, you don't tweak. put him up in between Giroux and, and Brady. One taking draws on the right side, one taking draws on the left. That you're not asking Josh.
1: Yeah, I think I alluded to that a few minutes ago, the possible, so the, the idea of having Giroux help him out with some face-offs.
0: And, and Brady on the left side, because Brady yep. is a, an above 50% guy yep. On, yep. On, the, on the left side. So I just think that you are looking at, if you get a ceiling of 70 points from Josh Norris, that's a great season. I think if you look at a season of 70 points, that's not just a step back. That's a that's a poor season for Tim Stutzler.
1: Yeah, and I have both of them meeting a little higher than that. I think it's, what seventy, yeah, seven, yeah. Eight, yeah. Three, I, and
0: like and if yeah. if if we have both those guys show up in the in your low eighties,
1: yeah, that's it's a, been a good year.
0: That's been a good year, and and I think there's there's definitely the possibility. I think people are
1: looking at. I understand. I'm higher on Norris than most people. I, I like his game though. I like what he does. Well, I. I
0: and, and, but see what what I like about his game is on that almost seventy points is. He was killing penalties at the end. Yep. There was that more 200-foot well-rounded Very game. Very good two-way game, yeah. Right. And, and, and burgeoning and room to grow. Yep. And so will he become a better passer? Yes. I believe that's true. Right. Um, and just
1: naturally from having better talent around him, some more depth on this team. Right?
0: And do I think it's automatic that, that Stutzla's 90 points goes to 100? It's hard. It's hard. It's super hard. That is that is when you meet that elite area. And I'm not saying he doesn't get 100 points in his career. Sure. I just don't it's think not it's not
1: necessarily automatic. linear.
0: Automatic, exactly. Yeah. That it's automatic that it's gonna happen this year. Right. And if he goes to 80 points, that's fine. But to me, if, if Norris is making 80 points, this team is it's it's a slam dunk playoff team if you have Josh Norris at 80 points. Okay. So your hot takery is is interesting. Yeah. I I, I do I do see that. Um I don't agree with it.
1: No. Nope.
0: But I like it. Okay. I like it. You brought something there that's, um, <laughs> fairly well thought out for, uh, for somebody who has said that mm-hmm. there wasn't a pile of time and energy put into this. I went and looked at, yeah.
1: What he's done, what Stutzler's done. Yep. What, you know, in theory, if you're going to be a good team, teams are going to have to split their defense on you, like how they defend you. you know,
0: yep. Sense. Well, and, and to me, if you look at if and when Pinto gets signed. Yeah. And you are looking at a, a third line of Kubali. Kugel Pinto, Blam. I, I don't know. Greg, Joseph, whatever sure. that other side is. Yeah, that's deep. Yep, that's deep depth. A- agreed. So we'll see. It, it could be a good season. We'll see. ESPN doesn't see it that way. ESPN but,
1: does not. Never have we looked to them yeah, for guidance like, on hockey. Look,
0: look to ESPN for your <laughs> hockey nuggets. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. I am. I am looking around, and I'm like, wow. What what is it that what is it that jumps out to me, in a in a roster that is, well talked about, much debated. Um, the thing that I keep coming back to is your boy Matthew Nyes.
1: Yeah, very nice.
0: <laughs> very nice. you like <laughs> lucky the juice. Matthew Nyes, Calder Trophy Whoa. nominee. I I I said winner originally then I'm like oh this is a Bedard guy, yeah. But I'm gonna go with because if I've got 95 point Connor Bedard, yeah. Well, see, this is clearly where we disagree. Yeah, hundred percent. But I'm saying with all the fallatio <laughs> that's happening on Matthew Nye's relating. exactly the 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 written and verbal. On what a great you know, He and
1: Fraser Minton lighten it up during training oh, camp, he's, man. he's killing
0: penalties. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's taking it away. He's bringing it to the net. <laughs> There's so much good shit happening here that I, I think you're looking at a guy who, bare minimum, called her trophy top three, mm. and moving forward makes that Nylander and Marner conversation in terms of long-term mm. contracts moving forward way more interesting.
1: Yes, yeah, you kick it around, you know, Bedard is obviously the one that we'll all be leaning on. If you look at Cooley coming in down in, hey, in Arizona. With the greatest goal ever scored in NHL history. Well, certainly the greatest goal ever scored in uh, Australia. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty nice goal. Set the bar somewhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get in. Get in on the ground floor. Yeah. I, I just wonder.
0: There's so much hype on this guy, man. It's like. It's like Austin Matthews breaking the glass in his first day of training camp. Yeah, that's your go-to whatever. But it's, but it, that's was it the,
1: Pinto or was it Norris who won every face-off in a college game? Uh, Pinto. Like, that was the same orgasmic release here in Ottawa yep. as Matthews. Kobe
0: Baker finalists, <laughs> Pinto and Nice. both.
1: Yeah, I think that's going to end up being pretty high for Matthew Nyes. I think he ends up 14 to 18 goals... Um, on the, on the PK, probably not. Maybe no, I'm not. That's why I said probably not okay. and not definitely not. Well, this is hot takes, man. <laughs> right. man. This is. Uh, I think you're looking at Marner camp on the PK, then Yarn Croak and I don't know, someone else. Maybe not
0: Matthew Nice. Maybe
1: it is Matthew Nice.
0: Hobie Baker finalist, <laughs> Minnesota.
1: Yeah, I think he's going to miss Jimmy Snuggerud and. And Logan Cooley as his uh, line mates, I, I think I do right now. I think he got fat off of the those two names a little bit, uh, but he came in in the playoffs, looked yeah. totally comfortable, like well, for sure he did. Yeah, um, three games in the regular season, seven seven playoff games. Yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. Seven or eight playoff games because he got hurt early on in yeah. the Florida series. So I expect him to be fine perfectly Big fine body 20 years old yep. like I think him coming in I, I just yeah, he doesn't shy away from contact but isn't super He's physical. good along the boards though yep. he's good there nice playmaker so what ends up happening there is does he play with Tavares um, you know that we've seen a lot of different looks through Leafs camp whether it's Nylander in the middle Tavares in the middle uh, I assume we're going to run at least for the first couple of weeks Bertuzzi with Matthews and, and I did- actually like nice on that line yeah we both discussed that Nylander's not staying there in the middle probably not Probably not, but they're going to give it a couple games here. I and think,
0: you're looking so. at another year of entry level Yeah, and you're like, where do we spend that money, right? You're looking at Nylander needs a contract for next year. Marner yeah. is a year out from that point. There's
1: some good rookies coming in this year though, man. Like it's, it's.
0: So is, is Matthew Nyes the next Austin
1: Matthews? No. no. Or is he the next Nick, next Nick Robertson? Okay. Can I have somewhere in the middle? Can I, <laughs> can I grab something in between those two? Uh, just a middle six guy. He's just a useful player. He's not a superstar, not a 40 goal guy. And probably not a, in my opinion, probably not a rookie of the year contender.
0: Man, you looking at it in the early exhibition,
1: just killing it. Yep. And there's lots of saliva, put a little spit on that. And we've both come in entirely too high on the other guy's, uh, the other guy's team. (laughs) Well, it's, it is hot takes. Yep. No, it's true. We'll get back to shitting all over
0: each other's it's, it's, teams next it's week. It's <laughs> conversational pieces, right? But to me, the nice, the big body frame.
1: Oh, I think he's going to be good. I just, I think it's a tough year with the number of rookies coming in that uh, he's so not going to get close.
0: You're going to, you're going to slot him in behind
1: Bedard, Cooley, for sure behind those two guys. Probably more like.
0: How about Fantilli? Where do you, where do you put him in? Do you see any? Neil uh,
1: Carlson too. What are they going to do with him down there? I. He's behind both of those. He's behind all four of those guys. Like this is in my opinion by the end of the d- day. Is that
0: because of the team or is that because of the talent?
1: Yeah, that's that's an interesting question. Matthew Knight is not going to be number 1 power play guy, right? He's Ever? not going to be no, I'm not saying that. I'm just this year.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, and, and I'm just saying that's where the team part comes yeah. in,
1: right? Yeah. No, I think I think it's a bit of both, but I I think he is significantly behind Leo Carlson, uh Fantilli Connor Bedard, um, and and Cooley, all of those opportunities guys. Certainly, opportunities will matter.
0: Certainly do play into yep.
1: that. Now, if if they decide, mystery man Guy Boucher, now running the Toronto Maple Leaf power play, he wants to get funky with things, and all of a sudden, and he does. Nyes, yeah, Matthew Nyes, all of a sudden finds himself for whatever reason. You know, they decide to split up. Mister X, the big four, and he's down in front of the net. Maybe that gets him an extra 15, 20 points, and he's in the mix. I. You know, we'll see, but I'm not banking on that. I, I think he's more of a five through eight kind That's of That's your
0: pessimistically fan thing. Well, I think I also I, said the Leafs will win the division. I so. think the guy's going to be outstanding and I okay. think he's going to be in the
1: Calder. Uh, okay. Him and Josh Norris on the top line of a Team USA at the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly killing penalties, man. <laughs> Certainly killing That's penalties. It. That's it. We are, uh, we are here. We have arrived at opening week in the and NHL. And we love oh, man. it. We have... We've battled through the summer. Some bad Ottawa Red Blacks baseball. Oh, it's uh, been, a, football. Grind, man. It's been a grind. Some super frustrating Toronto Blue Jays baseball. Uh, we have arrived at hockey, and thank God it's back. We'll wrap this one up here. Don't forget, Graham Nichols is around with your Ottawa Senators season preview and Jeff Fayette, your Toronto Maple Leaf season preview, all this week on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. For Rob Christie, my name is Matt Robinson. We'll see you next time. What was that? Number one bullshit. Oh, number one bullshit. Why are you so pissy?